Hello everybody, this is D Crow. Once again, I know it's been a few days since we've uh, uploaded another episode or did another episode. And so this is D Crow Chronicles and I'm here with my lovely beautiful wife. Mama Jen, good day to you all. Thank you for chiming in and listening. And today we're covering another one on on in our marriage as well as uh, you know, what it is to what it means to Listen when God speaks. Uh, we read Psalm 50, and so we're just covering over, brushing over of what we've already went through. And so with that, uh, I want to say the key to any successful prayer time or Bible study, whether it's done individually or as a couple, is listening. Because Psalm 50 emphasizes the importance of listening to God. So... How do you incorporate that into a quiet time setting? (laughs) (laughs) Try beginning your conversation with God with these words. Father, I want to know what you would say to me this day as I read this passage in your word. Bring to my mind the things you want me to hear, right? Read the Bible passage with a pen or, you know, in your hand or a marker, marking those things that stand out. And if necessary, read it a second time or a third time saying, Lord, I'm not sure I understood what you're saying, so please clarify what's on your mind to me. And yet, after you complete the passage, talk to God about what you've understood or underlined. If that's what God is saying to you, you want to respond. Many people read the Bible and then pray about something totally unrelated to what they read. Nothing could be more discourteous. We shouldn't treat a friend like that, and we don't, right? If a friend makes a statement, we have a response, usually. So if God speaks to us through the Bible, we should also respond to what he is saying. It's only right, isn't it? And with that, I bring to you some questions. And so, my dear wife, uh, my first question is, are your quiet times more effective when you do them individually or together? Um, That's a two-sided question there. Um, individual time for me is really hard to come by, especially in quiet time. Uh, you know, our walls are pretty thin, so we can kind of hear everything going on. And I have the type of mind that is easily distracted. And so when I am by myself and I'm trying to get that quiet time, um, I usually get distracted by a kid yelling in the background or a couple of siblings that aren't talking nice to each other. And so I do find my time is better when I spend it with you and we're doing this together because it helps me focus more. I can still hear the stuff outside that doesn't get to me too much because I'm in conversation or I'm in prayer with you or we're talking about something that's on our heart. Right. As well as, you know, being with others that are Mm like-minded in scripture and the word and, you know, worship and things like that. So, and going through something like this it helps to have others around too because you're you better sharpen one another with questions and poke and prod each other's mind and get us to think a little bit more provocatively i and i think i can expound on that in the fact that your perspective of of one thing that we read may not be the same thing that i have the perspective and we can learn from each other and so we can say oh okay wait Ah, you know what? I never looked at it that way. Thanks for sharing that with me. Exactly. And so it's it's good it's good to have that time. But there is a need for 
individual time for yes. sure and i guess to to really answer that question i prefer it the way like we're doing right now because i'm less distracted but um i try to get up and get get myself ready in the morning and i put i put uh music that helps me center my my thoughts on the lord at the beginning of the day because i know every day comes with 10 kids right when i walk out the door and so i need to get myself centered to help our children right. and so that's my complete answer for uh, now <laughs> right with the process of you know getting emails like every five minutes and phone calls and text messages and you know people come into the house to fix things you know the maintenance people come in here and stuff like that so there's it's never a dull moment as we've always said you know we're having <laughs> 10 children here still so yes we work it out to the best of our ability to do these things and so but yes uh prayer and reading the word and to listen carefully as well as sharing our thoughts for one another but even to be alone like to be alone it you know when you're in that quiet place Sometimes it's good to do that because then it's kind of like you hear the Spirit speak to you through the Scripture. It's not some audible voice comes out of nowhere. Hey, I'm you know here to tell you this. <laughs> That's not, we don't get no new revelation, okay? It's directly and strictly Scripture alone, nothing else. So bear that in mind. I'm going to ask you the next question. All right, sure. What prevents you from listening more closely to God? I know you covered a little, but go for it. Uh, for somebody like me, as you are aware of, I get distracted very easy as well. I mean, I'm like, my wife knows that I'm a very, I have to be focused on that one thing. I can't jump from thing to thing and just, if I look at something and I start with something, I have to stay focused on that one thing until I'm done with it. You know, if I'm reading something, my wife will come and start to ask me a question. And I'm like, I just put my hand up, like, can you hold on for a second? You know, it's just a sign to let her know I'm, I'm finishing up this last sentence. Could you give me a second, please? So I'll read. <laughs> and, and it's true. And, you know, that saying opposites attract. That's me and my husband. Like, I'm the one that I need a lot of noise. I need to be focusing on something else while I'm taking in the information. And it sounds weird. But those that are like me understand that. Yes, you're easily distracted, but sometimes the distractions around you help you focus more on that one thing you're trying to. Like if we're out there with the children and my husband's reading uh, and I really want to focus on him, I can drown out the noise somehow in my brain and focus just on what you're saying. But it takes a lot of hard concentration on my end. But at the same time, I feel like I need to be watching because there's 10 kids. So yeah. so it is good for me. I usually have little kids in my lap so I can move around and keep busy. But I'm still hearing whatever we're discussing as a family. Mm. And for him, that wouldn't work. If I put a kid in his lap, he wouldn't hear anything. <laughs> right. Well, and see, so I want to expand a little bit more on that thought, too, because, you know, as I mentioned before in previous episodes that I am a type two diabetic Um you know, if my sugars are all whacked out, you know, it's hard for me to focus. If I haven't got much sleep, you know, I'm walking around a little grouchy. I can't focus on things. I just, you know, I kind of keep my mouth closed because I don't want to say or do something that would uh, harm or, you know, to my wife or my children for that matter. So sometimes I'll say to myself and I have to go in a place of silent to pray and ask God to help me and dig into the scriptures in the process of that. So, you know, let God speak to my heart. And a lot of times you do this through uh, listening audibly 
to a message or an audio book yeah. or I'll listen to the Bible in yeah. audio as well. So. And he'll put he'll put his earphones in so he can see what's going on, but he needs that total concentration that way. Whereas as long as I'm not being asked 50 questions at once, I can still concentrate on what I'm doing. It just may take a little longer. Right. And maybe it's that way for you. I mean, it's not, you know, everybody's different. And so, but it, it, it does matter to, you know, to do that, to take some time to consider what are those things that I can do to better be a good learner from the Bible. Um, let's see. Okay. What specific steps can we take to eliminate those obstacles in our life? Well, I think, that I think would... we've kind of, we've kind of covered some of that just because like for me, if I know that we explore with our children, the Bible in the evenings, we take our time with our children where every night we're together with all 10 of them and, and our older ones, we used to do that as well. Yes. And so we take that family time together every day for whatever we're doing. And for me, having a kid in my lap is definitely going to help me. So I, I avoid the obstacle of trying to sit and do nothing where it makes it harder for me to concentrate. Um, I've never been clinically called ADHD, you know, but I know that it is very strong in me. There's there's just too many. I have too many of the the symptoms of that. But what you do is you learn and you find ways to get around whatever those obstacles are. So like yesterday when we had uh, unexpected uh, people stop by, it was during the time we normally would do this or, and so we ended up doing it in the evening. So we just, we just have to reroute our thoughts because if we're in a straight routine every day and something happens, we get, we'll end up getting up all, all upset if we don't try to find a different way to replace what we normally would do. So, so yes, we chose and my husband, when we came to the room and the kids were going to bed, we did it then. But it just, you have to find ways to help like my husband has with uh, listening with uh, the headphones on if if it's too loud in here and it's something he needs. And for me, one of the things that I was going to bring up earlier, but this is a good time to bring it up is, is I, since I am like this, I don't, I, I'll walk in a room and start talking. I don't always look first before I start talking and I'll look and he'll be reading something and then I feel bad or he's writing out something and I'll try to get quiet as quick as I can, but I've probably already disturbed his thought process because I didn't look up. So I try to remind myself, look up before you talk, you know, but I don't always do it. Well, I think it works both ways because a lot of the time I feel the same way. It's like, you know, you, I see the expression on your face, like, ah, you know, I disturbed him. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, man, I could have put this down for a second and pay attention to my wife who's trying to get my attention. So it works both ways. It's not, you know, it's understandable. So, um, and yes, um, there's always going to be some kind of obstacle. There's always going to be some kind of distraction. And the key elemental thought I want to throw out to my listeners is it's not so much of trying to find a place of eliminating distraction the thought for you i want to throw out to you and ask you this question is are you really hungering and thirsting for the righteousness of god's word that's the key thought because that's what's most important you know again we have distractions and those distractions are should be a reminder that you know what i really do need god i really need to find a place to pray i need a place to be in the word and fill my heart up with him rather than everything that the world is shoving in my face 
on a daily basis on everything you know whether it's a computer the tv walk outside listening to the radio in the car etc etc you know we're always getting bombarded with stuff and so what are you doing to eliminate that how are you feasting on god's word so and therefore i got some scriptures here in mind uh, let's see and get this thing to work. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, Psalm 133, verse 8. And this is a New Living Translation. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. Amen. Uh, Lamentations 3.25. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who who search for him. Hear that, guys? And last one. Habakkuk 2, one. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaints. So even in the midst of complaints, guys, we can go to God and vent to him. I know it's good to talk to other people and I know it's good to hear people speak to us and, you know, offer their suggestions, suggestive advice and stuff like that. But where you're really going to find truth and something more comforting, it's in the Bible. It's in God's word. So remember that you're never alone and you have comfort and you have uh, peace that God only gives nowhere else. But so don't so don't neglect that, please. Uh, and and I'd like to go ahead and do something that um, has been hard on me for for some time. I'm re- I'm really good at praying to myself, but I've been asking the Lord to help me be more bold in my prayer time uh, out loud out loud with others because it is good to have two or more gathered in in your presence um, for the amen. Lord to to hear what you're saying and asking. And I'm one of those that was talked about earlier that sometimes I don't always pray what we just read through or or talked about or something. I can kind of veer off. And so there's not really any wrong way to pray, but I, I am I am studying more on how to pray better because, I, I mean, just look at the times we're in right now. But I'd like to, to pray with you all right now before uh, we finish this. And so thank you so much, Lord, for this this moment. Thank you for giving me the boldness to to want to come to you in prayer. Lord, I know this comes from you. Um, And I just thank you that you speak to us through your word and that we can find the answers to anything going on in our lives if we search it out with you, Lord. I ask you to help each of us and our listeners to find that quiet space they need, whether it's in their car or uh, like in war room, she prays in the closet. And Lord, I I just ask you to help each of us individually seek you more and come together corporately to share and and like the word says iron sharpens iron lord i just ask you to bring that about in in the people listening right now or the future people listening as well as in our lives in jesus name i pray amen, amen. well all right so this concludes our episode guys hope uh, that it speaks to y'all Follow, please. Share, please. Um, you have any questions about anything, any of the episodes, please don't hesitate to ask. 
and we will respond to you the best of our ability. And this is D Crow signing off with my lovely wife. Mama Jen, have a blessed day. Goodbye, guys.